You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, everybody. What's going on? I hope you're having a wonderful Monday so far. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Hopefully you did something fun. F-U-N all day, every day, baby. Um, I had a lot of F-U-N over the weekend. I went to... um, There was a pop-up that Sheena was hosting or, well, she was doing a live podcast at a pop-up that Lala was technically hosting. It was Give Them Lala and Friends. So that was was a lot of fun. Um, We have some summer house updates. We have an Ultimate Girlship Season 3 trailer. Kim Zolciak. Is she... Is her house getting foreclosed? Is she moving? Is she not moving? What is the deal with that? And then Beverly Hills. The ladies have been out. Crystal just celebrated her 40th birthday. So shall we dive in? I think we should dive in. Um, But before we dive in, I do want you guys to just know that, like, I love when you give me Apple Podcast reviews. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and you want to give me a nice review, I would be eternally grateful. Let me know what you're enjoying about the show. Um, And just, yeah, I love you. I love all the support and all the good juju and the good vibes. Like I said, I'm going to be doing a Jersey recap on Wednesday on the YouTube with the Brat Bros. So mark your calendar for that. Wednesday morning, we're going to be going live. First thing in the morning. Talking all about Real Houses in New Jersey, and there's a very special announcement coming, so get ready. Okay, let's do it. So over the weekend, Lala Kent, Christine Kelly, Sheena Davies all hosted a pop-up here in downtown at at uh, downtown LA at the row, which is a super cool spot. I love the row. It's always, you know, they do fun little activations and pop-ups. And so they have a, a Shopify there and Shopify is like for e-commerce brands. Um, and so they had like a, a Lala pop-up. And so Lala had all of her, her lip and makeup, her lip palette, her eye palettes and her lip glosses. And then she had all her merch. I'm wearing my brand new, uh, brand new um, hoodie right now. I actually really like it. And the quality is cute, and it's it's a cute vibe. I got a medium, which looks a little a little big on me. I was like, oh, I like a, an oversized vibe. This is like, look at the, if you're watching this, you're probably not watching this. You're probably listening to it, but if you're listening to this, it is it is quite the vibe. I feel like I'm swimming in it. But anyway, it was only for the weekend, so you can't go anymore. But it was fun. We pre-gamed with some drinks beforehand, and so I was lit. I was litty city, like. I was lit because they also had drinks at the pop-up. So listen, it was, it was a good time. Um, I was trying to keep up, you know, with other people that drink. And uh, apparently I, you know, I also only had like a chicken breast, um, but whatever. It was, it was really cool. Sheena taped her podcast there, which I believe is coming out this Friday. So stay tuned for that. Shenanigans. Be sure to tune into shenanigans. Lala spilled a lot of tea. She said that Jack's, is owed a lot, a lot of money by Randall that Randall is not. Apparently, he he Jax needs to go and do the Fofty thing and be like, money by Monday, Randall, and, and blast him. I guess now Lala's blasted him, but 
ja- I'm like, Jax Taylor was lending Randall money, and now Randall owes Jax money? Like, what? in what world did we ever think that was going to make sense? Is is Randall like a new Anna Delvey? It kind of sounds like that's what it is. He was never using his own money. He was always using other people's money, and now it's all coming back. Now it's all catching up to him. Sorry, Rand, we are ready for the brand new life without Jax and, or well, we're ready for a, Lala's ready for a brand new life. We're ready for a brand new life without Randall. I mean, without Jax too. Actually, I'm looking forward to seeing Jax on House of Villains on E. I can't wait till that comes out. But yeah, Lala also said that um, she was asked about James's sobriety and she was like, I don't know, like everybody's sobriety journey is very different and I know he's drinking again right now. And so it was, she didn't seem to love the idea, but she seems close with James. They seem to have some sort of bond that's like continued to carry over, which I think is cute, which I guess would be hard being that he was sober and she is sober and they are good good friends. And I believe they were able to kind of like bond and relate over sobriety. Um, But listen, I don't know. But she also says she ain't giving him another chance. She said that's done. So she said she's not about to do that because she was like, well, at your Dallas live podcast taping, you said that you wanted to give him you wanted to break up his relationship. And she was like, I was just being funny. I thought I was Jerry Seinfeld. And I was just, I'm a comedian. I think I'm a comedian. And I think I'm funny. And I like to say say things for shock value. And I kind of agree. I feel like I'm the same way. I like to say that. I like to, you know, throw things out there. Um, definitely got myself into a little bit of trouble over the weekend. Um, that's what happens when things get fired up and I have a cocktail in me. I'm like, well, let's drop some receipts. Boom. So, yeah. But tune into Shenanigans. It's going to be a fun episode with Christina Kelly and Lala Kant. Everyone keeps asking, did you get to meet Ocean? Did you get to meet Ocean? I was like, briefly, like, it's kind of weird for me to be like, hi, let me run up and, like, introduce myself to your kid. Ocean was mostly with, I I think it was Lala's mom. Actually, no, it was Lala's mom. It's not just some, some... elderly woman that's just walking around with Lala's baby. Uh, it was it was Lala's mom, and she had Ocean with her for most of the night. And so Lala and Sheena kind of, like, Sheena came out earlier, and I got to chat with her for a little bit. Um, it I got there a little late, so, like, briefly chatted with her. And then they had to start the show, and and then afterwards I got to, to chat with them a little bit more. But because I was so lit, I was, like, telling, I, I had, like, a group of people with me that came, and I was like, what do you want? Do you want this merch? Do you want this sweater? What do you want? Yeah, I want one of those, too. Do you want eyelashes? Who wants eyelashes? Do you want lips? Who wants lips? And I was like, it's on me. I got it all. And the little Shopify girl, she was ready. She was like, oh, he's lit. She's like, do you want some of this too? She she knew. And she was like, okay, should I put it in separate bags? What? Yeah, I was uh, spent a little money. Definitely came to support. Um, made some sales. So, yeah, definitely. I hope people came and shopped. Because, like, when we do these types of events, there's always, like, an additional objective. Um, I know people are coming for a show. But, like, we also want support and love. So, please continue to support and love us as content creators. Because it's... It'd be rough in these streets sometimes. So, yeah, that was it was a fun night. I had a good time. So, yes. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, okay, moving on. Let's talk Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Give me, give me, give me, give me. So Crystal Minkoff has celebrated her 40th birthday over the weekend, which I heard was a lot of fun, but also quite the night um 
I don't know if it was quite the night bad or quite the night good, but I definitely heard that it was a it was a long night. I'm assuming because it was fun though, right? Let me see. Um yes, fun. Okay, yeah. See, it sounded like it was it was a good time, but it was an exhausting night at the same time. It doesn't sound like there was really like a ton of drama though, or maybe there was. Not that I not that I've heard at least of at least, but it seemed like from the from the photos that all the ladies were posting. Everyone seemed to be having a good time. Everyone seems to be getting along, like, like really getting along. Like Garcelle started following Erica again. She posted a photo, a group photo, and tagged Erica in the group photo on top of following her. And then in one of the photos, we have Erica and she's kissing Crystal. So I'm like, this is interesting. I'm worried it's going to be a bit boring. But I'm also hearing that production's kind of okay with that, that last season was just a little too intense, that they're kind of cool with the chiller, tamer season. So, yeah, I mean, I I can't say I'm, like, wildly looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it because Beverly Hills is always my favorite, and you have to love it for its best, and you have to love it for its for. it's worst. Like you love Roni season 10 when it was at its peak. And then you also have to love Roni season 13 where it was like, oh, or was it season 14? I don't know. The Ebony season. Yeah. We, yeah. We don't talk about that season. Let's not talk about the husband. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It would be kind of nice to get Beverly Hills back on track with like the glam, right? No deep, heavy stuff. No deep, heavy fighting, you know, but I was kind of like, we look back at like Pantygate and even, I mean, Puppygate was as much as people say they hated Puppygate. I actually think Puppygate was interesting. It just dragged on a little too much. Like the season didn't need to be that long and it didn't need to be that dramatic. I think the real crux of it was the Lisa versus Kyle fight and the, their friendship falling out. I think that was a big thing. But I also feel like with Beverly Hills, there's always some sort of big leak that gets everybody hyped up for the season. So I'm curious about what that leak is going to be or if there isn't going to be leak anymore because someone's gone so I don't know I'm not saying that that she would leak things but I'm saying that was an accusation that people would throw out and so I don't know I feel like there's there's gonna be a leak at some point and as soon as I hear it I'll come on the podcast and be like guys this is what I heard and I'm gonna take the bait and I'm gonna put it out there and it's gonna be another season that we all tune in for and and we'll see but they're all getting along so curious what you think do you think this is gonna last who do you think is gonna be the villain of the season who do you think is gonna be in the hot seat I it sounds like Erica's playing ball and Erica's like you know what I'm here to get along I actually have a prediction that Sutton is gonna end up being the villain this season I don't not based off of anything that I know specifically but I'm just thinking like if you put all the pieces pieces together I feel like Garcelle will turn on Sutton once she has like she feels in with the other ladies. I think obviously there might be a little tension between Dorit and Erica after BravoCon, but I feel like it's not going to be that deep. I would love an Erica Dorit like sort of, you know, smackdown because they've always, they're scra- they're both scrappy. Like the, the old school seasons with Dorit, like Dorit was hardcore and she would come hard and she was great. And even with Erica, when they used to fight back in the day, both great. And we know Erica has it in her. So maybe there will be a little more tension between Dorit and Erica. I hope they kind of just brush that over and move past it. But I think Sutton's going to end up being the one only because she always, and I know it's very unintentional for Sutton, but she always kind of puts her foot in her mouth and she always ends up falling in it, right? And so I think now it's going to have to be time to like hold her more accountable. And I don't know how much Garcelle's really going to stick by her this season. So I feel like Garcelle's going to get in with Kyle. 
She's definitely get like Garcelle's smart and she knows where to keep her allies. Erica's smart enough to play the game. So I don't know what newbies are really going to bring to the show this season. Maybe just some fresh faces and some new life. But I think Beverly Hills is going to get back to the glitz and the glam and the fab and the, you know, the bang bang, the chitty chitty bang bang. And this is going to be Erica's redemption season. I said that before. I'm going to say it again. We're going to see her finally pick her life back up. We're going to see her put out new music. Watch. I'm, I don't know any of this for a fact. I'm just saying I'm pretty sure that this is what's, you know, we're going to see her come back on top. I just think the audience is ready for it based off of the reception from her appearance at BravoCon. So I actually think I'm here for it. Okay. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Kim Zolciak. Everyone's like, Kim's going to lose her house. They're going to steal Kim's goddamn house. Well, Kim is keeping her goddamn house because it was in foreclosure and she stopped it. She said, nope, not today, Kyle. Not today, Mauricio. You're not going to steal my house today. So I kind of predicted that. Listen, I'm great at predictions. What can I say? I predicted this as well. Like, I didn't think that her house was really going to go into foreclosure. Or, or full it is in foreclosure, but I didn't think she was ever going to lose her house because usually it's like a process. It's not as cut and dry. Like, it's not like, okay, your house is in foreclosure. Boom, tomorrow you're just like evicted. Like, it's they want their money. That's all they really want from you is they want to get the money out of you, which is why usually sometimes you bring in like a third party that can help like broker and negotiate and figure something out, whatever. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they worked something out. And that's why Kim was like, I'm not losing my house. I'm not losing my house. My house isn't in foreclosure, even though we saw the paperwork and like it clearly was but I knew she was probably working some sort of you know deal with them to be able to keep the house as long as they could make whatever payments or do whatever they got to do so she's staying in her goddamn house Kim Zolciak is going to be just fine I think she should come back to Atlanta I think she would certainly spice things up now that we have Sheree there we have Marlo there we have um who else does she have history with I don't really care to see her with like Sonia or Drew but Oh, Kenya. Hello. Hello. Do get a brain, Luann. So, yeah, I think I would like to see Kim Solciak back on Atlanta. I know people hate her, but I feel like that's what makes it good. We love to hate her. So, especially because Atlanta was a little rough last season. So, we should be getting that trailer soon. Speaking of trailers, we have officially received the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3 trailer. Finally. Finally, finally, finally. Well, I think it took this long... I can't remember where he said this, but I probably on the live. But I think it took this long for us to get the trailer and to get the release date on Peacock, which is March 23rd. Because remember, guys, everyone always talks about Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. But it's not Bravo. It's Peacock. Ultimate Girl Strip is on Peacock. Real House and Mammy is on Peacock. It's all Peacock, not Bravo. So, and they're two completely different networks. That's like saying, oh, well, E and Bravo are both owned by NBC. So they're technically the same network. No, they're different networks. So anyway, point being... We got the trailer, but I think it took us this long because they had to let the Real Houses of Potomac season play out and those storylines wrap up so that we can see why Giselle and Candace are at odds. And then we had to see Heather and Whitney's drama play out on Salt Lake City so that we got that context going into this season. And then we also have Real Houses of Miami. And it seems like from the trailer, there's like some beef about Marisol and Alexia. And I'm kind of thinking after watching last week's episode of Miami, Miami's on, 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 on fire. I think that maybe the drama, like what they're saying was edited to make it look like they're fighting with each other. Maybe they're talking about 
Adriana because Adriana was talking about Marisol's ex and how he never loved her. And then she ended up matching with him on Bumble and she made a move and then they were talking and it was a thing and a thing and a thing, right? Well, I think all of these storylines needed to play out before they can give us Ultimate Girls Trip because it was filmed after they wrapped production on their other shows and it was important that we got that context and whatever. They just take too damn long releasing these things. Uh, the new trailer is not amazing. I feel like I was kind of underwhelmed by it. I thought that the trailer that they showed at BravoCon was way better because it was like spicier and it had more zing to it. And like this one was just okay. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't like, oh my God, that was a great read or whatever. Um, but I, I get that they needed to like mix it up because they'd already revealed the other one at BravoCon that they can't wait all this time only to give us the trailer that already leaked on Twitter because somebody filmed it and posted it on Twitter. So yeah, it just, <sighs> I mean, we see Giselle and Giselle stirring the pot quite a lot. She's like, well, what's going on with you and, and, and Heather? And we see her, I think they ask about the black eye. I don't remember if that was the original trailer or the new trailer, but clearly the black eye stuff is coming back up again. We see the tension between Marisol and Alexia. But again, I think that might be related to Adriana. Because I just think it would be odd for Alexia and Marisol to be like fighting like that, you know? But it does make sense if they were talking about Adriana since they wrapped that. Since we're already reaching the tail end of Real Houses in Miami and they wrapped that. Um, and when they weren't on good terms with Adriana. Well, I guess we will see what the, the finale brings. But I would imagine Adriana is not in good graces with these ladies. So we shall see. But you definitely have Giselle there. And she is just mixing that pot. Mixing, mixing, mixing. Candace looks like she's the breakout star of this. Asking Portia about Fallon's man. Getting into it with Giselle. Because something about larceny and taking some pills. And, and smuggling drugs into Leah's bag. And Heather wanting to break her sobriety. And then by Leah by Portia bye. So, yeah, definitely some tension. It looks like Leah and Candace are going to be the lightning rods. And it seems like Portia and Giselle are just making lots and lots of waves. Lots of waves. And they're kind of really bringing it. Doesn't seem like we get a lot of from Marisol, though. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But we also get more Whitney and Heather stuff, which I'm kind of over at this point. I'm like, I don't care about the cousins. I don't care. I don't care. But Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3 comes to Peacock May March 23rd. March 23rd on Peacock, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3. Are you excited? Let me know in a comment below. Okay. Summer House Drama. Danielle and Lindsay and Carl. And Danielle is finally speaking out. And she's revealing the real reason she ended up falling out with Lindsay Hubber with Hub House. She told E! News that the reason they fell out is because she, Danielle, was having a hard time accepting the new dynamic with Carl and Lindsay now that they're in a relationship. She's like, I was used to them being friends, and now they're not friends, and now they're they're lovers, and like, I don't want them to be lovers because that's like a weird dynamic for me to be around. And I guess Lindsay took that as Danielle not being supportive of her relationship with Carl, which kind of sounds like that's what it is. Like, if it does kind of sound like she's making it about her, and it does kind of make it... She clearly doesn't seem to be supportive of their relationship. Like, I think I agree with Lindsay on that one. I get it. It's weird, right? Their whole new dynamic, it's shifted. But, like, that happens in life. People get into serious relationships. They become less a part of your life or whatever. I think Danielle is making this all about her. I do. I think... And, they're, and like, unnecessarily. Like, it's not all about you. Like, 
focus on your relationship and you can still be friends with them. But yeah, you are going to be a bit of a third wheel. Listen, maybe it's just because I'm always a third wheel. So I'm like used to it. So I just like third wheel all the time. But like the friends that I have that are in relationships don't seem to mind it. They're like, yeah, come on, come with me. And then I get to be like their single friend that they get to lug around. That sounds awful. They probably hate me. Oh my God, I need to like do some reflection. But like I get where Danielle's coming from, but it's like this is normal that like when people jump into relationships, things change. They have to prioritize each other, especially when it becomes more serious. Danielle seems to think that their relationship escalated too quickly. I don't remember it moving that fast, but apparently according to Danielle, it just like skyrocketed so fast before she was able to really kind of process it and, you know, and and really get to understand the new dynamic. She also said that as of right now, she's not invited to the wedding. But again, like, can you blame Lindsay not inviting you to the wedding? If you're not supportive of their wedding, why would you want to be in their wedding? Why would you want to go to their wedding? So who knows? I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, Do you side more with Danielle? And you're like, yeah, I understand where Danielle's coming from because they're her friends and they should include her and give her a trophy for participating. Or do you agree with Carl and Lindsay and think, yeah, she doesn't seem to be a very supportive friend of this relationship. So maybe we kind of have to take a few steps back. I don't know if I agree with them not inviting her to the wedding. I feel like the wedding will be the final moment. Are you coming or are you not? Are you really supportive of this marriage? Here's an invitation. If you can truly support us, please come. And if you truly do not support us, then please do not come. But here's the invitation. It stands. It's open. It's out there. Bada boom, bada bang. Right? And let Danielle be the one to decide, do I support this relationship? Because now it's actually becoming a marriage. It's not just like, I'm uncomfortable with two of my friends that are now dating and I'm a third wheel. Like, no, now it's real. They're engaged. They're getting married. Like, this is a thing. And we have to get on board or we have to exit the train. Pick one. Pick a lane, Danielle. Curious what you guys think. Drop a comment below and let me know. Oy, 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 mamma mia. Here I go again. Oy, vey. So, yeah, that's that. Don't forget, guys, this Wednesday, the Brav Bros and I are recapping Real Housewives of New Jersey on the YouTube. And we have a very special announcement that we will be sharing with you very soon as well. So stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoyed today's bite-sized episode. Of No Filter with Zach Peter. I wish there was more, but like there was not a whole ton of stuff that happened over the weekend. So for me, um, I was like, okay, well, I guess we had a, a slow news week. But listen, Miami's hot, hot. On, oh, I keep saying Miami's hot, hot fire. But it, the lyrics are Miami's on, 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 on fire. Miami's on, 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 on fire. So there you go. Tis with tits. All right, guys, I love you. I appreciate you. You can always keep up with me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet, or you can always catch up with the latest reality TV tea at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Be sure to leave me a nice comment or a nice review on Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying the show and you are listening and you are appreciating an R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Give me some R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Oh, I also met Leanne Rhymes. I forgot to tell you about that. But I had an event the night before Sheena and Lala's event where I got to go and meet Leanne Rhymes. And she was very sweet. So there's that. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. And get ready for an all-new episode of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter on Wednesday with a very special announcement. Announcement coming Wednesday. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Okay. Love you. Meet it. Bye.